0: Hi guys, it's Kaylee. And it's your girl Emily. And this is Picture Perfect. <laughs>
1: ah! I just want to put that out there already because this is our first episode where we're in person. And we have This a video. is not our
0: first episode where we're in person.
1: Well, I was getting there, recording in person and a video component. Right. Yes. We've been, we've graduated from recording like in person when we were back at school. Yes. And then when we moved back home or you moved back to Charlotte and I was still in Wilmington, we recorded via Zoom. And then finally I came here where we were finally able to record in person. But then sometimes now we record via Zoom, like if our weeks get busy, Mm -hmm. but it's all been just straight audio. So we haven't had like, a video component. And this is, like, our first ever video component in person with great audio. And we're together.
0: Yeah. Like, honestly, three for three. No, honestly, we check off the audio. It should be good. And if it's not good, we drop some money on that. So I better be good. <laughs> honestly. Um, good audio, hopefully. We have video, which I'm so excited about because we've talked about it now for so long. Like, we're just, like... One day, guys. One day, and for a while now we've had the stuff, but we needed to figure everything out, and that's what we took today to do. And it took us. It took hours. Us a hot minute, a hot minute. It's late <laughs> now. It's like seven at night on a Sunday. Monday? Ooh. <laughs> Jinx. Um, but I think it, it'll get better as we go because we'll we'll
1: get used to it. We'll get
0: we'll get in the swing of things, you know. I but, mean,
1: lights, camera, action.
0: I could get used to it. <laughs>
1: Just saying. But I just love saying. it. It just feels so, like, professional. And, like, the next step would be, like, merch. 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 Some stickers. If you guys were listening to last week's episode, we were talking about it because I want, like, a, an iPad and, like, a stencil so I can mm-hmm. start doing some art. And I want to do stickers so bad. So bad. You should just honestly start. I think so. You should just start mocking them up. But the thing is, is I need the iPad and the stencil first. Oh, that's true. However, that's true. I'm gonna put this out there. I'm a little not even say tight on money, but um, guess what, guys? I'm finally moving out. <laughs> there's so no. many like
0: new, there's so much news in this one. I know. <laughs> I love
1: it. A video. I don't know. I just did. If you guys watched that, I was like,
0: video moving <laughs> out. I guess like nothing on my end, but. <laughs> Kaylee's like, my life's still the same. I mean, pretty much the same. No updates there. But yes, yeah. you're moving out. And yeah. where?
1: I am moving out in kind of in the Charlotte area, but with my sister and one of our good friends. So like next, next weekend, next Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have my own place. So I, that's kind of what's been occupying my time this week. But that's also what's
0: been taking my money. It's Who also knew? being
1: an adult is so expensive.
0: Uh, we all knew. All yeah, okay. That's, that's
1: fair. That's fair. <laughs>
0: Um, and it's deterring your Halloween weekend. That is true. It is kind of messing hallo-
1: up my Halloween plans, mm-hmm. but we're going to kind of make some new ones because now we get to do some Halloween things together. Yes. Which is like better. Better.
0: Dare I say better. <laughs> Dare I
1: say better. <laughs> I was supposed to go to Charleston and hang out with my other uh, good friends from college. And to be fair, I'm really sad because Charleston is so much fun. Um, just cause it is a college town, so it is more of a younger crowd. But the bars are fun, everyone like dresses up, so it is a lot of fun. So I will miss that. But I think Kaylee and I are gonna do a bar crawl. And then I think one of and my sister's friends are doing like kind of like a kickback Halloween party. So maybe if you wanna come to that. Oh, I mean, here's the invite right now. News to
0: me. I'll say here's the invite <laughs> right, right when? now. Like Saturday night and then the bar crawl Sunday. Something like that. Or it's gonna be a
1: jam-packed week. Or I think there's like you. a maybe the party's like actually Halloween night. It's during the week that so I cannot like, do. We can do, we can show it for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: silence. The si- <laughs> I was just thinking out in my head. I I can't do anything on actual Halloween. Why? I have plans. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. So We're, we just well, saw. This is before that. I okay. So my entire friend group just exed Halloween this year. Like we weren't gonna do anything. Okay. And I was crushed because I have. I think I've already talked talked about this on the podcast, but I have been gone the last two years, and I have not gotten to celebrate Halloween. Gone where? Uh, Greece last oh, year. I haven't been
1: able to celebrate Halloween because I was in Greece. I
0: mean, like, I'll take that over <laughs> celebrating Halloween any day. But Greece, and then the other year was Arizona, California. I was on wow yes those are really so great some excuses. fun trips yeah. I I I can't complain, um, but I was really excited this year to finally dress up and just have a nice Halloween with my friends because like I was talking about this with my friends like it what is the age where you like stop is there one when you did because okay. I plan on
1: dressing yeah. up but until whenever like I want to be that that friend that like throws the Halloween parties okay. at the apartments but then I also like add, as I get it, into the stage of like having a family hopefully we'll get there i don't know but like i want to dress my kids up and i want to have like little i mean to be fair when they're younger like it's hard to have like a one-year-old halloween party i mean go strong with the with the one-year-olds crawling around maybe do they crawl i don't
0: know anyways i have no sense of age like i i couldn't even tell you what like a two-year-old looks like like i don't know i don't know what i have no idea what age you start walking (laughs) We're going
1: to skip past this because we are not, like, a maternity <laughs> there podcast. Yet.
0: But, like, I understand once you – this is, like, wobbling. I understand once you are a parent, Yeah. it then trickles down to the kids and you, you know, celebrate Halloween yeah. that way. I understand that. But the in-between, like, I mean, I'm going to be 25 this January, mm-hmm. which – That is crazy. I know. <laughs> Anyways, but, like, I don't know when I'll have kids and, like – I guess I just keep going. She said, just keep going. My friends have already checked out, so, like, I can't be doing this alone. I think it kind
1: of just depends with, like, where you're at in life. Like, right now, everyone's pretty much, at least at our age, I feel like just really going for their careers. I mean, I say that, but then I see so many people from my high school getting married and having kids, and I'm like, am I behind? Because I'm just now moving out of my parents' house. And if you guys don't know my timeline. We're not doing that.
0: We're not doing that. What? That am I behind? Well, that's what I'm saying. Is it that's everyone's on different timelines. Yes. but some people are celebrating Halloween. Some people aren't. That's what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> but like, at least for me, I want to
0: celebrate Halloween. Like no, I, literally, I do told, too. I do too. But, like
1: I told my friends, I was like, I want to dress up. Like right now, this Halloween though is not giving sexy to me. Like you know how when you're young, people like to dress up like very like mm-hmm. sexy and stuff like that. This year Like college Halloween. Yeah, yeah. But this year, that's not what I wanted to give. I wanted to give like dress up like Phineas and Ferb, Or <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or like Or she a grandma. A grandma was the other one. And I'm talking like the the suit with the when I say suit, I'm talking about like the I say a fat suit, just that's because it's more stereotypical with like the big booby. And the wig, the, the, glasses. the wig, the glasses, like the the nightgown. Yeah, draw some wrinkles on, like a little walk. out fire vibes. Yes, exactly. And like full send. Yeah. Or like one of those inflatable costumes like that are funny, like oh my God. an aliens carrying you or something like that. Oh my like, God, yeah. That's what I wanted to go for this year.
0: Okay, well, I'm not gonna stop you from doing that, but like we were talking about earlier, I think I should an Espresso Martini. And you should be a dirty martini. I need to see this. Okay, I was like, "What is a dirt? Like, what is a dirty martini?" They're really, really cute. Let me go on Pinterest really quick. I saw them on TikTok, and I, I think they're gonna be very basic this year because it was like Halloween ideas. But oh, I'm on airplane mode. (laughs) I was like, "Why do I not have connection?" We put on airplane mode so we wouldn't get
1: notifications, and Kaylee's like, "No one's gonna be texting me, so why does it matter?" And then (laughs) here she is needing.
0: Here I am needing.
1: But I don't like. Does one dress like sexier than the others? Like espresso no, 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 no. And a Jordi espresso martini a dirty martini, or is it like? See the funny. Pr- the
0: thing is, um, they are like exactly the same, but mm-hmm. like with different details, so it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Martini Halloween costume. My God, where did I see this? Okay, I'll show you later. But they're really cute. It's like a um like a white tank with like for you, it would be like dirty martinis on your nipples. For me, it would be an espresso martini on my nipples. <laughs> but like it's a it's a tank top. Okay. Calm down. Okay. It's not like okay. pasties. <laughs> like As I was saying,
1: we're not going for sexy this year. We're no. going for funny and case <laughs> if you're like pasties. We're going for porn. <laughs> I
0: was like, no. That's not what we're going for. <laughs> no, it's a tank, like a white tank top. I gotcha. With okay. that there. And then um like a sequin skirt and yours is just like green for like the olive. Mine's brown. Okay. And you have like, you know, like brown shoes, green shoes. Brown okay. Head. It's really I cute. Gotcha. So it's, it's really not cute. like a funny like. It's not funny. What's it's not word? a blow up espresso martini. Okay. Like or like where a one where it's around. like one of those big things that you just throw on over your head. No. And it like looks like a martini. It's cute. It's, like, more cute vibes. But I think that would be really cute if you and I dressed up as that. And then we can record next week's episode with those on for Halloween. true.
1: I keep thinking in my head, like, a very comical, like, espresso martini. You should have known because,
0: like, I wouldn't. I would do that. I I would so
1: record an episode wearing (laughs) that. I kid you not. I would be like, happy Halloween.
0: Halloween.
1: (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, back to what I was saying. I... My I didn't have Halloween plans, and then finally I was like, "Guys, we need to do something because we I wanted to have a party, and n- essentially no one could come. Yeah, so can't really have a party if you don't have any guests. <laughs> Fair <laughs> so, enough. I mean, you, party one. I mean, me and my cat. Um, <laughs> okay, party one and point two. <laughs> She's so tiny. Um, but we're just gonna like watch Halloween movies. That's gonna be cute. Actually, on actual Halloween. So cannot come to that, but I will be there for the bar, bar crawl.
1: I'm excited. I I would be totally down to do these, And we can purchase. wear our drinks. That is true. And then you can
0: wear your funny one on actual Halloween. That is very true. That's perfect. Uh, perfect. So I'm just saying. Okay. Perfect. Well, with
1: that, <laughs> we're going to finally get into our episode a little bit. Yes. We're still doing our intro and stuff, but um, instead of kind of doing our, our question of the week, we'll kind of switch it up a little bit, but I want you to recap your weekend so we kind of know a little bit about what's going on.
0: Okay. Um. Well, honestly, not too much. On Friday, I just picked up some dinner. I actually watched the Heather McMahon live show on Netflix. Oh, with okay. Netflix with some of my friends. Um, because if you guys have listened to the last few episodes, you would know that I went to her comedy show. It wasn't like a live mm-hmm. show for her podcast. She does have one, but it was just like a comedy show. And that was the first time that I've ever heard of her.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She was really, really funny, and so... Um, those same people we decided to watch the live show on Netflix and it was it was good I I will say it was from her tour like her last tour not the one that we saw okay it was worse than her one this time not like in a bad way it was just like it was worse but not in a bad way <laughs> the jokes weren't hitting as much in the beginning it was very okay. like I don't know In my in my personal opinion it wasn't hitting as much as this one did like I was sitting in my chair at this this present tour and was just like cackling, like I was just cackling, cackling. I love that word. I was, <laughs> I was just laughing out loud at everything from start to finish. And this one, it took a little bit for me to get into it. Okay, if that shows you anything, she, she, I mean, she ate. You know, like at the by, ate. by the end, it was great. Gotcha, it was great, and the jokes hit, but just in the beginning, it
1: didn't okay. fully reel me in. Okay, I mean, I get if that. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen her though. Like any of her shows, yeah. I mean, so I can't say anything. Yeah.
0: <laughs> to so I'm gonna just take you out your work. I still haven't listened to her podcast, and I need to because she is she's really funny. But yeah. So that's what I did on Friday, and then yesterday, um, I went and got coffee, had breakfast, and then I went to this vintage market. You would have loved it. I, was I know. To say, oh,
1: oh, where? Oh, I was gonna say where was I? I was here. busy. I will say you I was weren't busy. Here. But here. <laughs> um,
0: but I went to this v- vintage market, um, at Camp North End. Okay, I think it was I don't know if it's like I think it was only open yesterday, but it was a like, bunch like as a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. It-, oh. it was like it was where they do the um the theaters, like the free movies, the theaters the the free movies. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. oh, okay. well she said no <laughs> surprise. Well, in that building that's like in Camp North End, they'll have they'll show movies, and I think it's free, okay. um and you just like go and like you can like sit and watch it. Oh, okay.
1: That's I've only cool. done it once.
0: Yeah, it's cool. Um, but that's where it was, and it was just a bunch of different vendors, um, like, selling different, like, knickknacks and things. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was, like, a little small, like, entry fee, but it was really cute. Like, I... I
1: love that type of stuff. I
0: know. It It really felt like a giant, like, yard sale, <laughs> but in the best way. I
1: love yard sales. I loved it. The only part about yard sales that I don't like is getting up at 6 a.m. Because you've got the right. people that love And I yard went at sales. 3,
0: so, like... Perfect. That's nice. Actually. I know. So we did that, and I, of course, walked away with something. But of course, it wasn't vintage. It was like the least vintage thing I. Could what did you get? F- that candle. Oh wait, that's so cute. I know, and Stop. it smells so good.
1: i was about to say, okay, but I love that though. And it was like a local business, so
0: like okay. I had. I Can had. Just like,
1: looking at it, it's not in. It's not the in, in the picture. frame. It's not in the frame, but it's really cute.
0: It is really cute, and it smells. It's like an autumn actually really fall like scent. I say I really like. It that smells smell. really, really good. The other
1: candle you gave me, not this one, it's right here. The other one, the green one. It's really cute. Mm-hmm. It's I love it, but it smells like it's like deep cleaning the inside of my brain. Oh, I love it,
0: and it makes me like. Ooh. Anyways, it's interesting how like I can smell something and love it, and then you can smell the exact same thing and hate it. Mm-hmm. Like perfumes, like it's just. I don't know where I. I will say with that. though,
1: I do like your perfume. You. Influenced me by it. I did. So, you're an influencer. I mean. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop.
0: I'm just kidding. But, yeah. And then I worked out both days because 75 soft, baby. Going strong. How is that going? <laughs> it's it's not hard, but it's also because, like, I'm being lenient with myself. So, like, if I was doing 75 hard, I would probably be saying something different right now. But, I mean, I'm really just working out daily, drinking a bunch of water, listening to my TED Talks. So doing what
1: we probably should be healthy. doing.
0: It's yeah. I mean, really, the only reason that I decided to do it is just to try and develop like healthy habits. Yeah. My goal for 24, my year of being 24, was to establish healthy habits because I heard something that was like once you're 25, your habits are solidified and that's it's much harder to you know change your habits. It, oh, and I could be making that up. I don't know if that's true, but that's what I heard. And so I'm panicking because about I'm say, about that's... to be 25 and I don't have good habits. So like I'm panicking a little bit. And I'm like, what can I do? 75 sounds. Okay, you still have a couple of months. You got it. I know. I got it, okay. I'm like, I gotta freaking go to bed early, I gotta wake up early, I gotta have a morning and night routine, I gotta eat healthy, work out. Like it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. lot. Oh my gosh. Well. <laughs> Good luck with that. Thank you. You got it. Thank you. No, but it really is going well. I I would say that the hardest thing is being, like, I don't eat unhealthy, but it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, sometimes you just, you want more carbs than you do vegetables or something. See, but I'm a
1: firm believer in, of course, trying to eat healthy and and start those healthy habits. However, being, again, this is coming from somebody who kind of struggles with an unhealthy eating relationship with food. I, I like that you are still like kind of giving your body kind of what you're wanting a little bit, like treating yourself, being able to not be so restrictive. So yeah. you're, you're making it worse for yourself, but being able to just kind of motivate yourself to eat healthier and take care of your body a little bit more when sometimes we just kind of neglect that, like, yeah. eat, like working out and being consistent with that. Like that's great for our bodies, but like work gets in the way and relationships are just, just life stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah.
0: So I kind of like that. Like, Like, it's a fine line, but it's like snap, I, snap, 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 you know, snap. like I, I'm, I'm not gonna count.
1: Hold on, sorry, I want to interrupt you. I went to snap mm-hmm. and I said the word snap. And You didn't snap. It's, no, I was like snap, snap, snap. Like the whole purpose of not, say, of, so you're not being loud. But anyways, oh. like <laughs> I was saying snap when I. There's <laughs> sounds for it.
0: Um, <laughs> sorry, keep going. No, you're good. <laughs> but yeah, like I'm not, I'm not counting calories. I'm not tracking macros. Like I'm. I'm just going to try to be more conscious of, like, eating whole foods, less processed foods, but yeah, I'm going to eat what I want.
1: Yeah. Because Good. it would not be
0: manageable if I didn't, and I would, yeah. something would spike and it would be bad. So, like, yeah. that's what we're doing. Good for you. Thank you. That's exciting. Thank and you. then you know what? Thank
1: you. <laughs> You're welcome. But now we're here, and it's Sunday, so, and we're recording. That's yes. basically we everything that we've done yeah. today. That was my weekend. So but, what'd you do? So Friday, I helped my, because since I'm moving out with my sister, helped my sister pack a little bit. Um, She has to move out from her apartment because she's going to sublease it a little bit earlier than I do because I live at home. So helping her pack a little bit. And I will be doing that during the week. I am just really bad at like, Time management? Not time management. It's just, I work better under pressure. So, like, Um, the two days before I have to move out, I think that's when I'm going to (laughs) do a lot of my packing. Okay. Which is a little stressful because I'm still working. Yeah. But, anyway, so I helped her pack. And then on Saturday, I went to the North Carolina State Fair, which was so much fun. Is that what it's called? Raleigh State Fair? I Mm -hmm. thought it was, like, NC State Fair. Wait. Yeah. I, got, I don't know. I don't know. We'll it's up. in Raleigh. Yeah. It's in Raleigh, and it ba- they basically do it like, every year for, like, I want to say, like, the month of October, right? Um, but they have, like, certain dates and stuff, but you can buy tickets online or uh, you buy it at the gate. But my recommendation would be to buy it online because the line to do it there, well, we got there, like, early, like, 1030. And we didn't leave until, like, 8.30. So oh, it wow. was a long wow. day. But when we left at 8.30, the line to get in was insane. Like, if I was that person to go, like, if I was trying to get in at that time, I would have just said, like, and not gone. yeah, Because that, that's insane. Um, But they have so much food. Like, that's my favorite part of the year because, like, I literally ate so much. Mm-hmm. I, I kid you not. I ate, I'm going to list it because I'm, I have no shame. Okay. I ate a chocolate apple. To be fair, though, I stayed from 10.30 to 8.30.
0: That's a long day of eating. It's day. a long day. Yeah.
1: But when I got there, I ate a donut, which I say that, but there, I'm going to forget the name of the, the place. I have a picture on my phone, but there is this place and they make the best donuts and pretzels. Like I'm talking the best I've ever had in my life. I I will, I hand on the Bible. Like I kid you not. It is so good.
0: Well, what's the place?
1: <sighs> Let me look. It's in my, it's in my, my pictures. Cause I took a picture of it and I was like, I have to, um, I don't know if they're based in. Raleigh, or if they they have other locations, but I have so many pictures from the fair. Um, oh, uh, Peachy's Baking Company. Okay. So they had a stand there, which it was their last year before, and I've, every year I've gotten like a. Pretzel. But it's an actual place. Uh, yes, actual place. Um, so I got a donut when I got there, and then surprisingly for breakfast, a Korean corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I didn't love it, though, but, like, it looked really good. It looked like a, the one I got was more of, like, a potato, so it was like a hash brown to okay, me. okay, So that's kind of the vibe I was going for. It didn't taste exactly like I thought it would be, so it was okay. It was $17. Was it worth it? That's right I tell that myself one. that it was. <laughs> but I got a chocolate apple, which was, like, towards the end of the night. Um, but when I got there, so it was donut, Korean corn dog.
0: This so isn't that much. No, not yet. We're still getting there. Oh. We well, stopped. you were, like, at night, Apple. So That's, I got, because I... skipped a lot of hours. Yeah, already. Yeah,
1: sorry. Um, and then for lunch, to be fair, though, there was a bunch of us. So I did kind of, like, have bites of food of, like, other people's as well. Mm-hmm. So there was this place where you could do, like, macaroni and, like, chicken and stuff on top of it. It was so good. Like, in a cup. Banging. And then I got fried pickles. I got fries from this place called, like, Owl's Fries. The best fries also that I've ever had. Like, I get these same things religiously every year. It's so good. So, I got, like, and it was, like, a large, so it was, like, this.
0: Oh, you get these every year? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then,
1: like, it's called Owl's Fries. And then um it was the fried pickles. I think it's, like, Chester's fried pickles. I, I can't remember all the names, but these are, like, everywhere. And then I got, oh, my gosh. There's so much more that I ate. Fries, fried pickles, apple donut oh I did get an I got a pretzel Another... from that same place too but that okay. was like a midday snack and then um I to be fair in the years before I've gotten a turkey leg before no that's but like I tried it once yeah it's a lot so I always have to sh- like I had to share it but to be fair it always just looks so good in like advertising I don't know what it is about it but like I just want to like take it and Yeah. You know, but like it tastes good. It's just see, but for me, like I like I think the one that I got last year was like eh. because like I ate like two bites of it and I was like that like satisfied like the craving. Like I wasn't like "Mm, I wanna go. They're just
0: massive.
1: Yeah. Like it it was like they're like this big. Like they're big. They're like I like I feel like I'm like a Viking or something. Mm -hmm. But anyways, (laughs) um
0: I can't really there's more. I mean, I think I think we get the picture. Okay, not we to like pic- stop we get the picture, like, but no, I was so
1: full. And to be fair, right now I'm craving that pretzel again, like from that place. Oh, so good! But they have rye. You know what I'm craving? What? Soda shop. Did I guess it right? Soda shop. I'm so good. I would love some chicken tenders a fries right now, and ranch. <gasps> what? You had me scared. It closed at seven. <laughs> this bitch. This bitch. Oh, Anyways. I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Were you thinking about getting it afterwards? Yeah. Love that. Love that. You're I was like, i got to go home. It was either Soda Shop, North Italia, or Haverdish. Ooh. Haverdish. Yeah. <laughs> Not like we didn't just spend $36 on breakfast this morning. Anyways. And equipment. And I know you said you had to go home, but like yeah. Habered <laughs> I'm th- honestly. But anyways, to wrap up this intro, sorry. <laughs> Saturday was spent all day at the fair. There's rides, games. I did win like a little stuffed animal, which was so cute. Um, and then on Sunday, this I was keep where we're at.
0: I keep searching and I'm on airplane mode. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Continue. She's <laughs> like, continue. Anyways, um, but now we're here and it is seven thirty. On a Sunday, which to be fair, you guys are gonna watch this on a Thursday. So it's open till ten. Oh we're having
0: to wait, like to, I I'm 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 sorry. I'm not <laughs> I'm not tuning out, I'm just like chicken tenders. <laughs> She's like, we're going here afterwards. Like,
1: I mean, we're dressed for it. Like, we can't waste the outfits.
0: No, like we got already.
1: I mean, I'm a little overdressed for haverdash but like we can make it work. I'm down. Are you really? Chicken tenders and ranch, my dude. Okay. All right. <laughs> Anyways, but now that we have our kind of intro over, we are kind of switching things up a little bit where we're actually going to, instead of do our weekly question of like what we did for ourselves and for others, we just thought it'd be more beneficial to do what we call the report of the week or kind of yeah, the, of the week weekly or, report. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, and this is inspired by like it's a TikTok giving, trend. I always would say it's giving Lion King. Like when they're like, it's the morning report. What? Not on the same wavelength. anywho okay. No, I what what? It's like the I've seen all those movies. That is not. A Lion lie. King, remember the bird, Zazu? That is not. Yes. He's like it's the morning report. No. It's
0: what?
1: literally a song.
0: Literally in what movie? The first Lion King. No, it is not. Yes it is. No, it is not. Yes it is. No,
1: it is not. Do we want to prove this right right here?
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. I'm also on airplane mode. <laughs> We need to not put it on airplane mode <laughs> because we have things to look up. We have things to look up. But, let me look it up. The Morning Report song, Lion King. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what the name of the song is. It's literally, the song is called The Morning Report. What's the scene? When it, like, the no, dad. No, show me the scene. Mufasa is walking. I don't believe him. Oh, my gosh. Mufasa. I know these movies. Oh, wait. There's an ad. Hold on. Let me. Like, let me I know that. these movies. It's literally when Mufasa's walking with um Simba, and, hold on, let me see if I can pull it up, like, full screen it. Yes, Simba, but let me explain. When we die, our bodies become the Okay, worst. so you know that so scene you know we're talking about? Yes. Okay. Morning report, fire
0: away. Chimps are going eight, giraffe, Renee don't laugh all. Elephants remember the distress. He just said morning report. He didn't say the morning report. Hold on.
1: I proved you, <laughs> I proved you wrong.
0: What? <laughs> that is, an, that's a Mandela effect. I agree. I'm sorry. I had, that was. That's a Mandela effect right myself. there. I don't
1: remember that ever happening. Oh my God. Well, anyways, so that's what I was saying. It's giving morning report, but we are doing <laughs> uh, the report of the week and kind of either kind of what we've been doing or what we're going to do, just stuff like that. Um, and each letter kind of stands for like a part of it. So like R stands for what we're reading. E stands for what we're eating. This is all kind of rhyming. Um wow, that we bars right there. But then P is bars. sorry, playing bars
0: <laughs> bars.
1: O is obsessing, R is recommending and T is treating. And I had to read this off my phone because I'm never going to remember it. Um but and we did not come up with
0: this. This is a TikTok trend.
1: Yes, we're
0: not original not no. here. Anyways,
1: Love that for us. But we're just quickly going to go through it, and then we're going to get into our episode of the
0: week. Do you want me to start? Yeah. Okay. So I am not actually reading. Oh. For mine.
1: (laughs) 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 Way to start it off.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's funny to start it off with something I'm not doing. But like I said, for I feel like I've talked so much about this, but for 75 Soft, we a part of it is reading, but we're not doing that. We're doing TED Talks. Um, So, like, 10 to 15-minute podcast to learn something new, essentially. So, that's what we're doing, and that's what I'm counting as my reading. Okay. So, yeah.
1: I am actually reading. Okay. Yes. So, I'm sticking to it. Yes. I am a reading... I'm a reading? I'm a reading. I'm a reading. I'm reading Atomic Habits by James Clear. I do so want to read that. You can borrow it. Is it good? So far, so good. I have had it for a bit, and I've just now actually started to get back into it because... I just need some self-help, you know? I just feel like just – I think it's like I go in phases of, like, I want to read some self-help stuff, but then I'm like, oh, I can't handle that right now. Yeah. So I'm – like in the beginning, I think, like, maybe what chapter or two in, but basically so far it's been talking about how, like, we make decisions and how likely we are to stick to them and, like, how we fall off of it. And to give an example, you're saying that you're doing 75 soft. A lot of times if you see the, the TikTok trend, people will fall off or um, they're like, oh, it's really hard, like day 10, like I just really want to quit, like stuff like that. It goes through like how to change our, our thought process on things like that and being able to commit. So making habits, like that's what's called atomic habits, so mm-hmm. is being able to really build in healthy habits for yourself and keep them. So I'm starting to get into that a little bit. It's like there's a lot of charts in there. So very informative. But so far, so good. I definitely, like 10 out of 10, would recommend it so far. At least just, I mean, I'm starting it, but Mm -hmm. at least just to breed. Yeah. Because I think that's so helpful.
0: No, I do. And maybe it'll help me reach my habit goal faster to
1: 25. Before you hit 25. God forbid. God forbid. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So what are you doing for eating?
0: So I put chai lattes. Okay, <laughs> is it because it's fall? Fall, yeah. Okay. Like if you guys listened to our fall episode where we talked about our ins and outs and all of that, mm-hmm. I think one of my ins was chai lattes, and I'm actually drinking one right now, with <laughs> with our picture perfect with our mug. picture perfect mugs, like okay, cutie. Um, yeah, chai lattes. I've been ordering them everywhere I go. Okay, it's just it t- it's it's fall in a cup. Like you have to. You said fall. It's a fall cup. in
1: a cup. Like, see, I am a chai latte person.
0: When oh, it's you're hot. Around?
1: Oh. When it's hot and in the fall. But I know you like yours iced.
0: No. What?
1: What is, what, is, what is... Didn't you like it iced? No. Who likes it iced? This is hot. Well, not in that one. I'm talking about in general. Don't no. you like it iced? No. Okay,
0: well... If time. I said that somewhere, like, please someone dig it up, but like... <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that. I'm a hot I mean, coffee year-round kind of girl.
1: Oh, my gosh. Who is that, then?
0: Wrong friend. Also, I need to specify dirty chai lattes, not just chai lattes. Okay. I like check. both. I like both. I think it
1: depends on I life. do not um, need
0: it. It's 7.30, and I'm drinking caffeine, but...
1: That's okay. That's
0: okay. I just Okay, enough. what are you eating? Pumpkin bread.
1: Not to be like... Pumpkin, pumpkin bread. bread. But, it, like you said, it's fall, and I feel like I don't really make pumpkin bread. Like... In outside of the fall time, yeah, maybe I just I, it would be weird.
0: Yeah, pumpkin right. anything
1: would be kind of weird any other season. Yeah, but I mean to be fair, people eat it year round. Like people love the like the flavor of pumpkin, but like sure. I feel like pumpkin just screams fall, fall, and it just matches the vibes. And it's just that sounded so like Valley Girl.
0: It just matches the vibes. <laughs> have you tried the pumpkin bread from Trader Joe's? I have not. <gasps> Try it. <laughs> it is so good, and I do not like pumpkin. Okay, and I love this. Okay. My friends and I made it, and honestly, I didn't really help make it. So I don't know. So, if, is it a box, like a kit, or is yes, it already come in? It's a box. Okay. Um, I don't know if it comes with chocolate chips or if that was an addition that my friends put in. Yeah. I don't know. But if it's not, put in chocolate chips. I love chocolate it's chips in so anything. Good. I'm not going to lie.
1: I, I, I love, love chocolate that. chip pancakes. I love chocolate chip banana bread, pumpkin, yes. chocolate chip, zucchini muffins, bread. zucchini. I love it. It's because it's like, the chocolate cuts it a little bit. It doesn't feel as healthy. No. You know? But anyway, so that's, that's what good. I'm doing is, is pumpkin bread. And I think, what, what's the next thing? Um, playing. Oh, no, playing. playing. I am playing pickleball. Yes, you are. <laughs> Honestly, pickleball I queen. couldn't figure out what to say for this. And the first thing Kaylee said was pickleball. I was like, facts. Yeah. Facts. Because I, to be fair, my mom got me into it. Because she's been playing pickleball. And then I bought paddles. And I keep telling Kaylee to come play with me. Well, and you never do.
0: Maybe one day. And it's just a bigger thing of ping pong.
1: And then a smaller thing of tennis. Yeah, I'm bad at both. Well,
0: we could get you good at pickleball. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) "Mm, Maybe. No hope. (laughs) Um, So I put our podcast equipment and our video equipment, because we've been playing with it all day. All day. All day. I feel like a tech god. So To be fair, though, we also played with
1: this like a week ago, too. I know. When we got the stuff in.
0: Yeah. But not just that, too. I... I think I might want to start a YouTube channel. Amazing. I don't know. I, I would love if you did. I would, I would watch would videos. It's been a dream of mine for so long, like, my entire life. Like, I I, I was one of those kids that, like, grew up making, like, music videos and putting Ooh. them on YouTube and, like, singing videos and putting them on YouTube. They're all gone now, so don't even try to look them up. But they're all gone. <laughs> Kaylee's like, I have deleted my history from the internet, <laughs> except for this. Separate This is here. This is your debut. <laughs> this is my debut. debut. Got to go out with a bang or go in with a bang, not out with a bang. Um but yeah, I, I don't know. So I've been kind of playing with that too. I would love if you did
1: one. I've, been I've really- also wanted to do one, but at the same time, I am not as cohesive as you are. Like you are What does very- that mean? You are very good about making things like look aesthetically pleasing oh, and, like Oh my
0: god. Just- people like real though.
1: People don't want to just watch a pretty vlog. Like they like but real. At the same time, like I, th- at least for me, I think I prefer. I prefer pref- wow, prefer prefer, I prefer something that has like a combination of both because it's like I want to
0: I be do like too. that,
1: but then I also like like the realness of it, so it doesn't feel as fake and not as relatable. Mm-hmm. But for like for like our TikTok accounts are very different. Like yours are very cohesive. Like very but mine are cute. But mine
0: aren't. Mine are like outfit video, videos. They're yeah, like,
1: but mine are like...
0: These are funny. They're, they're more funny. They're a little chaotic. It gives they're a, chaos. They're a little chaotic.
1: It gives chaos. So like funny. Like I'll be joking around one video and then I'm crying in the next and then I'm joking and I'm saying something. I don't know. It, chaos. Okay. <laughs> so I think that's why this podcast makes just, just makes so much sense because you are the one that helps all of the... Everything matching because I am trying to put my room together too and I'm like, help me. As As it, I did. I did design is, our
0: setup, so. Yeah. And I am, hopefully you like it.
1: I don't know. What am I?
0: You're the pretty face. <laughs> oh, personality. I'm the brains behind the operation, <laughs> and you're the personality and the pretty face.
1: But you have a, a pretty face too, so I was like, I can't even say that. Like, I can't even say it. Anyways, you're the tits. That I do <laughs> have. That I do have. I'm not gonna lie. I'm just thinking about someone editing. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to our editor, first of all. First of all. Sorry. But anywho, after we established that, what have I been? That's I can't say what I've been playing with because that just sounds so wrong. What have you been playing? Oh wait, we just talked about I was playing pickleball. Oh yeah. But yeah. still, yeah. that sounded so wrong. Like after yeah. you brought up tits. Anyways. Sorry, moving on. Um, okay. Moving boom.
0: on to obsessing. Obsessing.
1: I have been obsessing, kind of going along with the theme of like the podcast and my room but I've been doing both of those things Mm -hmm. a little bit of the podcast I would say more today but recently a lot more like obsessing over like decor and like just housing things like I just it makes me so happy like I plan my like my kitchen area and like the living room and to be fair it's probably gonna be a little crazy and like not cohesive at first like I feel like that's how it always is when you move in because you can actually get the, get things set up and see what you're missing and what you want and stuff like that. So it's going to be a little crazy probably about a couple of weeks, but I'm just really excited to get it all together.
0: Yeah. No, I love that. So what about you? I, okay. <laughs> I watched this last night. It's a movie and I love thriller, horror, but more so psychological thriller where what like, was it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I I feel like... Building up the suspense. <laughs> oh, because I'm like, a, did I show it to you? No. Oh, so it's not the one I showed you? What did you show me? I can't remember the name of it. I don't think you showed me. Okay. I don't think you've seen it. All right. And we need to watch it. Okay. So don't you dare watch it without me. Okay. Because I want to watch it. But again. you've already watched it. I want to watch it again. Okay. Now that I, like, know, I can, like, pick up on more things. Okay. I do like watching them, you know? Like, once mm-hmm. you already, like... Anyways. It's called The Menu. Have you seen it? Wait, I have seen it. Wait, really? It's, um, oh my gosh, with the girl that... The redhead? Yes. Fuck, you've seen it?
1: (laughs) I have seen it. No, I (laughs) wanted to watch it. That was so good. It was was
0: so good. It was such a good movie. Watch it if you have not seen it. It was... I liked it. I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. It wasn't, like, scary. It was just good. It was a thriller. It it was thriller. It Mm -hmm. was a thriller, and it was... You wouldn't have guessed anything that was Mm going to happen. Like, at, at all. At any at any point. Yeah. No spoilers here. No. But it was,
1: I, I liked it too. Because I'm not much of a horror person. I mean, yeah. I like scary movies, but I have to be with somebody to watch it. And like, <laughs> I'm a weenie when it comes to that. But when it comes to like thrillers and stuff, like I can do that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it's not That's too what scary. I'm saying. It
0: wasn't scary. Yeah. It was just a good movie. Okay.
1: Yeah. I've seen it. Look at me. Okay. You are like, oh, darn. But I will watch it again with you.
0: When did you watch it? Like a long time ago?
1: I wouldn't say a long time ago, but maybe a couple weeks ago.
0: Weeks? Wow. Two weeks ago? Wow. Oh. oh. Was you, I ahead of the game? Who showed you? Me. Oh, you just found it?
1: I saw it on TikTok. Like, stuff for it. So that's how I found it. Okay. But yeah. Well, watch it. It's really good. 10 out of 10. I would recommend.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Actually, not out of 10. There's better, I wouldn't say not. There's better movies out there. I think it's I my
0: favorite it, movie though. right now. Oh, okay. Right now. I don't think I have a favorite. Not out of all thing. time.
1: Okay. Well, anyways, next thing. Um
0: so we did obsessing? I don't where are we at? <laughs> you didn't say what you're obsessing over. Oh, wait,
1: yes I did. I talked about fall home decor. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we keep forgetting
0: what you said. <laughs> anyway. We, <laughs> like, we, we get on a tangent. I say mine and then we're like go back to you and you already said yours. yours. <laughs> okay, what are you recommending? Um, I am recommending
1: kind of like for this time as we're going into like well, now we're really in fall, but the fall winter season, for me, something that I recommend, even just I'm moving out right now and I think it would have helped, but a fall room closet clean out. Mm. Because I feel like we always do like that, that spring clean out. But as we're going from summer to fall, like we're switching out clothes, we're, you know, starting to wear sweaters and sweatshirts and, you know, be a little more bummy, like stuff like that. So it's nice to go through your your summer closet, get rid of what you actually didn't wear. And then kind of prepare your your fall closet if you have the ability to do so. But I think for me it helped because as I'm going through my room and packing things up, I just realized how much stuff that I have accumulated during the year so far. Yeah. And I'm like, this needs to go. Like, this receipt from January needs to go. Like, where? why did I hide this in this box? Like, why? So <laughs> I'm just recommending a good fall closet room clean out.
0: Well, that's perfect for you because you're moving out. Exactly. So, like you can do it all right now. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um okay, what I'm recommending, I'm not recommending not cuz I don't like it. I'm not recommending 75 stuff. I'm just recommending like some of the things that I'm working on. But I do think there's something to say about establishing healthy habits. So like I don't know, like I wouldn't say I'm recommending like drink a gallon of water, but, like, mm-hmm. ec- like exercising regularly and, like, trying to fill your body with good food. I sound really annoying in this episode because I keep talking about this, but, like... I don't think so. But, like, I mean, those things are important, especially as we get older, like, you know. So I guess I'm recommending, like, establishing some sort of routine for yourself. Okay. But, like, not that you have to do all of those things.
1: I mean, but that's kind of nice. It's, like, it's fall. You know, it's just like a good kickoff, like...
0: Yeah, because Lisa I... And... Well, I also think that, like... At this point in the year, you know, we kind of get lazy with our goals.
1: I think so, too. A little
0: bit. And then, like, once January and the new year hit, we're like, okay, wait, let me, like, actually get back on track. Like, no. Let's just I think get it's back also, on track now.
1: I think we're also about to enter, like, seasonal depression. And, like, yeah. we all tend to, like, hibernate and kind of just, like, eh.
0: And that's you know? actually another thing. Like, I'm, I'm forcing myself. I'm like, no, I still need to go outside even though, like, it's going to be dark. It's like, freezing I, out. Yeah, it's going to be cold. Like, I still need to go outside. I still need to, like, do things. Like, you know, like, just... Yeah. I feel like it's easy to trail off in these next few months but like we should we shouldn't I agree. we should try not to I mean yeah. you know everything in moderation and like of course relax if you need to relax or like all the things but mm-hmm. okay just my two cents I mean I, I
1: like I said I like it we're a motivational podcast at this point too so yeah <laughs> anyways
0: so what would we be without a little motivation
1: right what would we be without us giving our like two cents unsolicited
0: I mean that's what this entire thing is exactly. <laughs>
1: So anywho, um, last thing would be treating. What are we what are we doing? How are we treating ourselves? For me, it's the podcast. What? What did you recommend? I recommend I recommended the faucet. The, the faucet? The closet clean out. Had to make sure we covered you. <laughs> we need a teleprompter. <laughs> Anyways, so how we're treating ourselves. Yes. Um I said uh, it's clearly the podcast. It's been a treat. I mean, it's expensive. But for me, it's also the again, it's the room, it's the the moving out. I see the room. It's the, it's the room, room decor and the moving out decor, like being able to actually get what I want now mm-hmm. in terms of like furniture and like how I want to piece things together. Because like in college, like I had a very, very, very small budget. Granted, I, I'm also balling on a budget here, but As I'm, like, now kind of getting into the more adult feeling of my apartment and, like, I can choose the furniture that I want, I'm kind of spoiling myself a little bit. Well, hopefully. And using your expertise and kind of just putting together, like, my own place. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of, like, dropping some money on it. But hopefully, like, it's a place that, like, it's my room that I feel comfortable in. Like, I just, you know. It's still like I'm sharing it with roommates. It's not, I'm not buying a house and stuff like that. But,
0: yeah. It's it's hard for me to justify spending a lot of money on furniture because when you look at it, you're like, that's just a chair. Like, yeah. why is it? Like, these were, not to give it away, but, like, these were, like, $300. And I'm like, why is a chair $300? Like, it's just a chair. Yeah. But then, like, I think about it and I'm like, I'm in my apartment so much. Like, you want to curate a space for yourself. Like yeah. I, I'm not saying you need to buy $300 chairs. That's obsessive. But, like... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like you want pieces that are going to make you feel at home. Yeah. And make you comfortable in your space and it feel like your space and feel like a representation of you. Yeah. So, like, I think it's important to invest in what you're putting into your house. It doesn't have to, it doesn't mean it has to be expensive pieces. It just means it has to be what you're looking for. Like, you do, I think it's worth investing in. if you think about it.
1: Like when you go to college and you get a dorm room and it already has like the furniture like the dresser and it the, felt the bed. so like it,
0: stale and like not, yes.
1: yeah, I mean, to be fair, my dorm had cinder block walls. so it was giving cell
0: it was giving jail cell yeah. It was and I jail will cell. say, like I have never been so like wanting to be at home mm-hmm. more. it like since I've moved out and like I changed my bedroom to like what I want it to be like it's not my kid bedroom anymore. like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just like I feel cozy and like, yeah. It's, it's good. your place. I feel good.
1: I feel, <laughs> home. I feel at home. <laughs> so that's kind of, like I said, that's kind of what I've been doing is yeah. treating myself that way because I, I want to curate a space that is, it's home.
0: Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, I think that was it for the intro. Are you treating yourself? Did we do that? Oh, no, we didn't. We're god awful at this. Anyways. <laughs> I treated myself to eyelashes. She's like, eyelashes. So if you guys
1: don't know, you can get your eyelashes done. But
0: no, I got eyelash extensions. I've been getting them now for a while. And then for summer, I got them off. And then recently for the fall season, I got them back on. This time around, though, I got brown.
1: I love the brown.
0: And I really like the brown because it's, I mean, I'm very, as you guys can see, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm very light features. I'm blonde. Like the black was a little harsh for yeah. me. See, black would make sense on my features because I have I black agree. eyebrows darker. Well, right now I have red
1: <laughs> hair, but I just, like, just have dark features. So, yeah. like, brown would kind of... I mean, brown would look good, I think. Yeah, but, it but wouldn't black be, wouldn't look out of place for Yeah, you. it would be not as a stark contrast. Yeah. So that, like, the extensions are what gives you kind of, like, that boost. Mm-hmm. And I feel like my eyelashes are black, kind of maybe a little lighter black brown, maybe. I don't know. So, like, brown would match, but, like, I feel like black would really... Yeah do something for me
0: brown would probably just look more natural yeah so. so that's what i'm doing to treat myself But i love them not my
1: eyelashes your lashes <laughs>
0: and i love my eyelashes <laughs> Fair okay i'm like no, i'm just kidding <laughs> sorry um all right you guys well that was i think it for our intro so we're gonna go ahead and get into today's episode mm-hmm. i would say i'm excited but like it almost feels wrong yeah, well,
1: I'm excited just because of this format,
0: but <laughs> it's like is a, a more hard hitting episode. Yeah, Both of these back to back happen. Like last week's yeah. was, this week's will be. Mm-hmm. It's so. just what we're good at. I mean, dare I say, <laughs> dare I say? But <laughs> so this is a little bit of a a
1: deeper episode. I hate that it, anyone can relate to this, but at the same
0: time, I know I do, and I know a lot of people do. So it's needed. Yes. So we're going to be talking about accepting what you think you deserve in relationships and trauma bonding. So fun stuff over here. <laughs> fun stuff, <laughs> especially
1: if you've been through
0: it. <laughs> and I guess just to kick it off, we're going to give a definition of what a trauma bond is. And that is an attachment that develops from a cycle of physical and or emotional trauma followed by positive reinforcement. And I think the key indicator here is that it's followed by positive reinforcement. Mm-hmm. And so to give you guys some examples of what that can look like in a relationship, that could be words of affirmation. Like, I'm so sorry. I love you. Um, You know, you mean everything to me. I don't know. Just words of affirmation. You guys get what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Gift giving. Like, here's some flowers. Here's a million dollars. (laughs) Shit. Give me a million (laughs) dollars. I mean, like, (laughs) Um, going on a date, you know, things like that. Or it could be physical attention. It could be sex. Any of these things. Yeah. It's it's
1: anything that really just curates that, uh, like, they love me, that, that positive, like, feeling that you get from, like, either being, like, in, you know, being with that person, if it's quality time, if it like I said, if it's any of, like, the five love, like, love, wow, five love languages
0: kind of falls into that. Yeah. So, essentially, what this looks like is you're being emotionally abused, you're being physically abused, and then they follow it up with a way to almost justify their behavior, mm-hmm. and, and then not only say
1: sweep it under the rug, but it's almost like that positive reinforcement comes in as like, hey, I did this. But, like, I love you so much. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. I, you it's know. so you stay. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right. So we're going to get into some signs of what trauma bonding can look like. And that can be dependency on the abuser. Mm-hmm. Defensiveness or making excuses to others for the abuser. Rationalizing or justifying an abuser's behaviors. Isolation from friends and family through manipulation and gaslighting. And then self-blame or believing the abuse is their own fault. As in, it's your own fault. Mm
1: -hmm. That's the one that I have an issue with. I mean, I've experienced uh, symptoms. I've experienced some of these, but that's the heavy hitter for me. Mm -hmm. So, damn. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be a fun episode. But I would say, so like my question for you is like, have you ever experienced either like being in a trauma bond, having someone trauma bonded to you, anything like that.
0: And that's the thing cuz I don't I don't think I have. And so I almost feel like me sitting here and giving you guys advice is not the best fit because I can't say that I've been in an experience where I have felt trauma bonded to somebody or you know vice versa. But I do think that I have been in a relationship in the past that was very codependent mm-hmm. which I will say like we just went over being dependent on the abuser is part of you know domestic violence and and you know having that trauma bond mm-hmm. but you can be codependent and it not be a trauma bond yeah.
1: so I would say codependency definitely plays yeah. a role here because once you form that trauma bond like it's in the name like you become bonded to that person so, you almost feel like you are codependent on like they've almost feel like they've they've just taken over your life, yeah, where <laughs> where it's like you you you're up and down and you're you're happy, you're miserable, you're set, you know what I'm saying, and then you feel like you're you can't leave,
0: but do you think that people feel like that because it's like I'm not gonna find anyone else, oh, yeah, for sure, or like where do you think that stems from? Do you think it's them like the abuser kind of saying, hey, you're not going to find anyone better than me and and putting that into your mind and so you believe that or you just think that in general even if they're not saying that or, like, do you think it's somebody, like, putting you down, like, no one's going to want you. like? I think it could be all of that because yeah. I think it
1: depends on the person because someone can maybe not know that they're, I would say, going to an abuser because, like, they may just think that, like, what they're doing is healthy yeah, because they, they just don't. I want to say they don't know any better, but they just haven't been, like, educated on, like, this could be toxic. Yeah. So, it really depends on the person, like, how they come across. Like, I have experience of being, of being, in, like, in arguments of someone being, like, this is your fault. Like, Mm -hmm. no one's going to want to be with you because you have this baggage that there's something wrong with you. Yeah. And, and I would say, like, things, like, in a trauma bond, like, symptoms of, like, being like someone saying that, like it's come up different ways in different relationships that I've had. So I don't want to say I've been trauma bonded to every guy that I've dated, but there are like some, like it's just very difficult to be like, oh, I, I trauma bonded to someone because of just like this one symptom, like you need to sit down and like actually really think like, is there a lot of highs and lows? And like, is it pretty consistent? Like after, you know, a really bad fight happens, do he or she come back and say like, I'm so sorry, I love you. Like this big, like this big grand gesture an apology, stuff like that. But like, I just genuinely think it depends on the person (sighs) because it depends on the relationship. Like what's, what are you fighting about? What is, is it physical abuse? Is it emotional abuse? Is it something like, uh, is it a trigger?
0: Like, it just, it's so specific. Yeah. And I will say like with my situation, I, I don't think I had that physical or emotional abuse, quote-unquote abuse. And so that's kind of where I'm like, it it was codependency. You know, it wasn't this. But for you, you're saying that, you know, you have had this in the past. So how do you identify between codependency and trauma bonding?
1: Well, and just to out myself here, and this is something that I'm working on in therapy, I do get codependent in relationships. And that's something that I, that's just a me thing. And that's something that I'm working on. But the difference where I'm realizing that I had a trauma bond versus the codependency was... That one, of course, I felt like I couldn't get out of the relationship because I was dependent on them. But it was the consistency of the highs and lows. It was the high of oh my god, everything's great. I want to marry this person, or even not even marry. Like I've I've seen it in other relationships that I've had, but like I love you. You're like you're the only one for me. Like blah, blah blah blah. And then the low of it being so extremely low, where like mm-hmm. I was now having suicidal thoughts, like you, that kind of thing. And that's. Very difficult because, and that was a, dif- a difficult time in my life, but it's just, like, so high and so low. Not yeah. just being yeah. like, oh, like, I don't want to leave this person, like, I, I'm not going to find anyone like them, like, that. I mean, been
0: C isn't good. That no, is for it's sure. not. It's, it's not. Yeah, And that's, like, really negative. But... It's just like really, and negative. that's really. <laughs> <negative>. <laughs> it's just really negative. no. I mean, it's it's not like you need to be independent in relationships. You need to have your own sense of self and not just conjoin with who you're dating. Yeah. You need and that's your what own I have an issue with. Too. I do too. Yeah, is because like I
1: I love a lot, so it happened. What happens is I I tend to give and give and give, and then I get attached, and then I'm unable to unattach because I'm like now my identity is now this person, like loving and caring for this person. And when I'm not in a relationship, like I am great, like I am super. That's the problem, though. I am super independent. Like I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. Like one, a guy could do one thing wrong, and I'm like, mm, I'm done. But right. then when I'm in, in a relationship and I already have the, or I build that attachment, I'm like, you know what? He made a mistake. It's okay. Yeah. I'm gonna let it let it slide past, and then you catch yourself six months down the road being like, yeah, he, you know, he he cheated. Like I'm gonna let it pass, and you're like, hmm. That's not a good thing. Yeah, I'm just, I just broke out into an accent. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, and that's something that I dealt with in relationships too. Like, that's not just one relationship It's, I've had several significant others cheat. Mm-hmm. And that's where the, the codependency comes in where I'm like, you know what? Like, it's okay. I understand where they're
0: coming from. What the? What, excuse me, but what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? I understand I was a lot during that time. (laughs) I mean, but... So I feel like this can be, like, a a hard self-realization to make. Because even though the signs might be there, you still have to come to terms with it. Yeah. So I guess just go into your experience, of course, but then also how you realized it and how you came to terms with that. Yeah. Well, I think, first of all, I feel like this is, like, an interview. Like, I'm like... Interview I, on my I don't know, trauma it just, it just feels so like therapist and like you know like the dynamic right now. I hope you're like I'm actually like can give you like you know, yeah, I don't know. Well I'm if saying, this was but. like a episode on codependency, I feel like we can both talk. I just oh feel like like, yeah, a thousand
1: percent specifically of trauma bonding. That is definitely more something that I experienced. So I guess I can talk a little bit more on that. Yeah. But not that I'm a therapist or licensed. We are not
0: experts at all.
1: (laughs) Right. At all. It's just personal experience.
0: But yeah, I feel
1: like for me, what was good to notice was that the first couple of months of my relationships were always incredible. Like they were always like, they treat me so well. Like this is awesome. And like I have the, I I build that that attachment of like, I love this person, like blah, 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 blah. And then what happens is you go through that, it's like the honeymoon phase, and then you start to get into the the bickering phase. And that's where it's like, at least for me, that's when it usually starts to, to teeter between, you know, you're kind of just going back and forth, but then you're going into more toxic habits of how you argue and how you fight because there's definitely healthier versions of talking things out, you know? And... I would say well, it's it started in when it not just it didn't become just the bickering. Like little arguments, spats, stuff like that. It was everyone fights. Yeah, everyone fights. Yeah. Um but
0: really uh, one thing I have said to you though is that like, yes, couples fight, yeah. but like you need to pay attention to how much you're fighting. Exactly. Because it should not be constant. Yeah, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't but everyone fight. fights. Like that's normal. Yeah. It's, it's just not And some some more than
1: others. But it's all how you it's one, how you argue and it's how you fix things. Like at least how for, you get through arguments is yes. key. Yeah. So it's like what are you the being, fights look like. Are you being respectful? Are you still? What are they about? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then of course how you get through them, like how how you listen to each other, how you make up, how you validate the other person, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so some are healthier than others. But for me, what I really noticed was the like I said, the really high highs and then the really low lows. And it wasn't just we're high and we're staying there for like, I say high. I'm not talking about drugs, but I'm like, we're we're feeling great. We love each other. Everything's going great. It wasn't like we were like that for a couple of months and then like we'll have a low low and then go back up. I'm talking like one day, maybe one or two days, we'd be like, this is awesome. We love each other. Let's go on dates, like stuff like that. And then it was like
0: that third day, phew. But like what do those lows look like I
1: guess? They'll like, get into more details? Yeah. The lows for me and especially someone who struggles with mental health so I struggle with anxiety and depression like I guess you did say suicidal thoughts. For me it was the suicidal thoughts. It was like what's wrong with me? Like why does it, why am I causing these things? Like I turned it around on myself. And that's why I was like the last one of those symptoms you were not symptoms but those What is it? Is it symptoms? Signs? Not signs. signs but those signs of um trauma bonding is making excuses for the other person's like mistakes or whatnot and and reflecting or turning them back on yourself and being like, I I deserve this. I did this wrong, so I deserve this. You know what I'm saying? Like
0: But it's also that person telling you that too. Yes. Not just you putting it on yourself. It's yes. someone saying, like, hey, this is you and yes, you're, like, you're the crazy one. And yeah, like it's manipulation. Oh, for sure. That was a ten percent. It's
1: um, I don't know why it inhaled so hard. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's for example, like I'm like, you know what? Like I want more attention or affection. And I would ask for it. And then they would be like, no. And then I would be upset. I'm like, hey, like I I told you like what kind of what I needed and not to expect you to, to do everything that I asked for all the time. But it's like, I'm having a really bad day. And I just, can you please just love on me a little extra, whatever it looks like, blah blah. And they'd be like, no. And I'm gonna be like, oh. <laughs> Why? <laughs> just please. <laughs> and I would get upset about it because I was just like, just I want you to just love me, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, no. And then it would start a fight because they're like, well, I don't have the capacity to do it. And like, I can say no. And like, I don't have to do it and blah, blah, blah. And which is very true. But like, almost a, a part of your responsibility as a partner is also being there for your partner. And if you're having a bad day, hey, babe, like, let's, you know what, let's sit on the couch. Like, let's watch a movie and just, Cuddle and get your mind off of it or talk to me about it or just say, hey, we don't I don't have we don't have to talk. You just sit, you know, like that's kind of what I was asking for. And it would start a fight because they didn't want to do it. I would get upset and then they they would get mad that I was upset. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're like, wow, I told you no, And like, you're upset now. And then we'd get into an argument at the end of it. Like, they'd be like, well, this is your fault. I'm mad because you
0: started this. Yeah. And that's like, is, that's wrong. Yeah. You know? And I feel like something with these scenarios... I can't speak for everyone, but at least with, like, your scenarios... Because, of course, I've been here for a while. I've heard about them. (laughs) um, She knows. I know. But I feel like with a lot of, at least, your experiences... It's been almost them justifying their actions in a way that's like... You can't really say anything about it. You can't really disagree because what they're saying is valid or true. But, like, ethically, it's not. So, like, in him saying... I can do whatever I want. Yes, you can. Technically, everyone can. But like, what is the respectful thing to do in this situation? What is, who do I want my partner to be in this situation? Like, those are the things that you have to look at because it's like what they're saying if you take it at face value. Like, technically, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and so like, I think that's where it's hard to navigate because then you second guess yourself and you're like, am I being selfish right now? Am I being, am I being too much? Am I asking too much? Like, see, but that's where... But you shouldn't. Well, that's to answer your earlier question. That's where I started to notice this wasn't like, it was more of a trauma bond versus... Right. But it can be hard to discover that because for a long time, they're going to make you, they're going to make you feel crazy. Oh, for sure. This, this happened consistently for
1: months. Yeah. And... I you were to be fair, you were there for it. Like I would be over here crying. Yeah, I would I would be calling you and be like, I don't know what I did, and you're like Emily. Like, there's two people in a relationship. Like you had to be the one that constantly remind me. Like there's another person in this relationship. It's not just you. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, I also go to therapy. So I was lucky that I had you and my therapist saying like, let's take a step back here. You know, you don't always have those resources. So that's, like, where, number one, I encourage you to talk to someone about it. Maybe someone that's not as biased. Like, I know you want to talk to your friends or your family. And, like, of course, they'll probably root for you and want to see you happy. So they may just be like, the other person sucks or blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. for me, something that I noticed that I did was I always made excuses for how they treated me. Mm-hmm. I always, like, they got mad. They yelled at me. They said hurtful things, blah, blah, blah. They they cheated. Like I said, I've had experience with partners cheating. Multiple multiple partners. I don't know what it is, but I always made excuses. I was like, you know what, I'm I'm too much. I am, you know, constantly asking what they're doing, or I'm asking for a lot, or what. And sometimes I am. Like I'll give myself that 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 credit where it just like it just depends. Like sometimes I can do that. I could be overbearing, but like I said, part of like at least for me, like part of a responsibility to be in a relationship is to be there for the, your partner. Especially like for me, like, and to be loyal, and to be loyal, nothing warrants <laughs> cheating. Like, let's just put that out there. And I always made excuses for it. I'm like, you know what? We're in a bad spot. Yeah. Like, I get it. And to be fair, what's different is before that happened, like, I would always remember that, like, cheating is not excusable. Like, cheating, yeah. like, you should never cheat on your partner. But then here I am excusing it. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm one, I'm starting to go back on what my boundaries are in a relationship. Yeah. So, my boundaries have been crossed by that partner, but now I'm crossing my own boundaries, and I'm just be like, Pfft. Shit, that's not a red flag. That's a green flag. Yeah. You know? So it's, like, that's where I was starting to see that it was more of a trauma bond. Like, things that I wanted in a relationship, things that I was, or was important to me in a relationship, I just, like, let go. Because, you know what? If the other person didn't want to do it, it was fine. Or if they didn't want to give it, that was fine. But the thing is, is everyone has different needs in a relationship. Now, everyone's compatible. It doesn't mean the other person's a horrible person. But... Like, for me to have certain needs and for you to have certain needs in a, in a relationship, they're very different. Not that we're dating, but for you to ask, a you know, a guy for something. And I mean, yeah. for me to ask, you know, my significant other something can look very differently. And we're not bad. Like, I say we're not bad people, but, like, I'm biased. But <laughs> I'm biased. I'm biased. <laughs> but, I mean, we're not bad people for inherently having different needs. No, yeah. So, that's just something that I noticed.
0: Yeah. And I think... I think, too, like, well, okay, let's take a step back. Clearly, this can look like, in your instance, somebody coming to their partner, asking for something, them neglecting their needs, spinning it on them. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else that you've seen a lot in your partner's partner, like, in your experience of dating, where this can show up? Reword that? (laughs) (laughs) I think my brain was like, huh? (laughs) Okay, so... This can look like you asking for something. Okay. You expressing your needs to your partner. Like, hey, I want to go on dates. Mm-hmm. Hey, I need more reassurance. I want flowers. And then being like, no, you're asking too much. You're crazy. Mm-hmm. Spending it on you. Neglecting your needs. But is there anything else, I guess, that you've seen? Any other ways this shows up other than that in your experience of dating? Any other, like, common things? I would say I actually overgive. Like, another thing was that... No, that they do. I mean, I will
1: hear... what I was going to say. I'm going to get into it. I will overgive. So I will notice... It's like the cat and mouse game. So I'll notice how when I am more myself and I'm not (laughs) trauma-bonded or codependent, they tend to give more. They tend to be like, all right, let's go on dates, blah, blah, blah. Um, I would say for them, I I would always see them back off. Like, I'm talking... And I know they wouldn't do things, but I'm talking they didn't do anything. Like, it was almost that they were just present, and that was enough. Like, I'm talking, like, there was nothing that really moved forward in the relationship. And whenever we talked, they were always cold. They were always, then they always said things that sounded pretty. Does that make sense? So, like, they would be like, okay, you know what? I love you. It's fine. We'll work through it. But, like, nothing ever came of it. Like, like empty promises. Empty promises. There was no actual actions. So, that was something that I saw. Okay. And I feel like that was pretty frequently. Like, that. I would say, like, that's something that I noticed a lot, was that whenever we'd have the arguments, like, I'd want to be, like, I would come from a place of, like, at least I would try to come from a place of, like, understanding and, like, I'm sorry. Like, I really didn't mean to do that or blah, blah, blah. But... They never came from that place. It always was usually frustration or anger.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I guess, hard-hitting question. Oh, God. What would you say to getting out of it? (laughs) Because I feel like, of course, it kind of starts with realizing it. One, obviously, you can't do anything unless you realize it. Two, I think that you have to rework your mindset because – at least with you and like the science we just went over, it's very much so negative self-talk and feeling like you're the problem and feeling like you're the one that caused this and that, you know, everything's your fault. So first of all, you need to get to the point where you realize that's not the case. And then you need to backtrack and get your mind out of that spot. So you have to stop with the negative self-talk, you know? Mm -hmm. So I guess that would be like number one.
1: I mean, that, and like I said, that's, I want to say that's given and that's... Yeah, I mean, that's that's given.
0: Yeah. But is there anything else, I guess, that you would say?
1: Honestly, I think the biggest thing for me was having a good support group first because the the issue is that I internalized everything. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it's stopping the negative self-talk and it's, you know, trying to, to get away from that. And that, like I said, that's almost given, almost... I will not say common sense because when you're in it, when you're in it, you're in it. Like, you don't... See, like, you're in the weeds, you don't see...
0: Rose colored glasses all the way. Like I would say, to me as an outsider, I'm like, Emily, like shaking you. Like, why can't you see what is happening here? And you'd be over here, like, is that emotional abuse? Like, yeah, is that what this is? Cause you just weren't sure. And, that's and the, your therapist would have to sit there and be like, Emily, like, let's go over what emotional abuse is. Let's look at this diagram of what it can be. How many things from this does he have? And you'd be like, Well, that one and that one and maybe that one. <laughs> like, yeah. And then you realize you're like, wow. <laughs>
1: But see, because here's the thing, I would gaslight myself and I'm like, yeah. Mm, but you know what? Maybe he's just going through something. Maybe he's, you know, just, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe he's not yeah. actually trying to do that. He's just, it's
0: presenting that way and I'm just reading it wrong. And to be fair, I can't even blame you because I do this too. I've just never been in a situation where it's like this bad, like yeah. where it's like abuse. I don't mean to put quotes around that, like this is abuse, but like, you, you know what I mean? Like I've never been in a situation where it's this bad, but like I make excuses for things all the time. Like people just mistreating me yeah, so and that sounds awful, but, like we do it. It's easy yeah. to be like, well, like everyone's human and everyone makes mistakes and everyone goes through things and maybe it's just a bad time and maybe he didn't mean to and blah, blah blah. but like, and I think there's a difference between I'm sorry, I asked you a question, and I'm just like <laughs> rambling, but there's a <laughs> there's a difference between someone going through something and being human and there's and mis and then just mistreating you and drawing that boundary or that line where you need to set a boundary and realize that you need to walk away versus like it's acceptable to forgive yeah like i i do think that it i do think that we should be forgiving and i think some people are very like you mess up you mess with me once you're done and maybe i am biased because i I,
1: I, I have friends like that and they do
0: that i do too and and I mean, more power to them. Like, you know, if you can stand your ground and be like, "Nope, you get one chance with me, and that's it." Like, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with being forgiving. You just need to know when to draw the line to not be walked over. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, that's exactly. I mean, essentially, what happened is I started being walked all over. But yeah, I, I don't have a prior Your question. I
0: uh, How did you get out of it? Oh. I was like, I did too. I was
1: like, but. I would say like, of course, the first step was is knowing that something is happening, just something is happening yeah. because that, that's the first step. And of course, again, repeating myself like for the fifth time, stopping the negative self talk because a lot of it was, I'm the problem. What, ha- why, you know, why do I deserve this? Why is he doing this? He or she doing this to me? Um, so the first thing was being able to talk to you and my therapist, because I think for me, since I internalized it all and I would gaslight myself because I didn't trust myself that I have these feelings that I had were valid so honestly it was either it was making these words physical like it was talking to you and my therapist about it. it was being like is this bad it was honestly like asking you that question because like I needed help to understand and and see this almost clearly because not only am I in the weeds but I have these rose-colored glasses on and I have triple color glasses on, on top of that you know what I'm saying so it's it's hard to see it's it's that stereotypical like you know how to solve my problem because you're not in it, and I know how to solve your problem because you're not in it. But like when we look at our own problems, we're like, "How do we solve this?" Yeah. So that's the first step was like how I even just took a step out of this, mm-hmm. and then two, and I this is gonna be the the, the one that really sucks because when you're trauma bonded, you can't get out of it. But the biggest thing, like that I recommend, and I know you recommend it a thousand times, and I never wanted to do it, but it's taking space from the person because. It's hard f- for for you to really understand like if your feelings are, are true and they're not being manipulated or influenced is being truly by yourself mm-hmm. and and not having this person in your ear. granted, I say that, and it is so so hard. like I, I wasn't even living like with any of my exes like i had I've never I've never experienced that where I've lived with a person where I can't actually leave like have that separation. Yeah. So when you're in a relationship or you're married or, you know, whatnot, or you're dependent on this person, like maybe financially or you have a kid, like that's so extremely hard. But it's finding little ways. So if that is the case, it's finding little ways to gain that independence and that space. So it's whether, it's maybe it's picking up a new hobby that they're not a part of. or if, if it's you taking an hour or two during the day to go to the library or to like a, a calming spot where you go walking or it's just, to sit with yourself mm-hmm. because that's when you're truly yourself. You're thinking through things. You're being introspective. And no one's sitting on your shoulder. But like I said, it's difficult because for me, I, I, gaslit, I gaslit myself. So yeah. I never knew what was true and what was not. So at least for me, it was and, – and writing too is another, another thing that I did. But yeah. I think that's like one of the, the most impactful ways to, to do
0: that. Yeah. And I mean, I know that not everyone has the ability to go to therapy. But I do think that that's almost where the realization came from, because it was that unbiased opinion telling you the same things that I was telling you. But of course, I'm going to root for you. And so if I hear anything that, you know, you're being mistreated or anything that I think is being, you're being mistreated, I'm going to be like, well, fuck him. Like, you deserve better. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, we we do that as people, like as friends, like we're going to root for our friends. Yeah. But over here, you might be like, well, like. I didn't actually say the whole story. They don't know his story. They don't know him. They don't know why it happened. Mm -hmm. Like, you start to make excuses. And maybe it's true. Maybe I don't know the whole whole story. But, like, in you telling it to your therapist, it's a very unbiased opinion. They don't know your partner. You know, they have your best interest at heart. But they also are going to give you the facts and, you know, walk for sure through things with you and make you think in different ways. So, like, that is that unbiased opinion. So, I would say, if you can... That might be where you get that realization, but I, I mean, of course, I think it does. If you can't do that, I think it does start as well with just stepping away from situation, which is so much easier said than done. <laughs> so much easier. If, if said you than could done. just
1: say, "Take a step away I mean, I was like, "Oh yeah."
0: I, I, yeah, honestly, <laughs> like just
1: it wouldn't it wouldn't be hard. That's why you're not. Yeah, it wouldn't be like a trauma bond. It's just a. T- not it
0: would just yeah. No bond. No bond. <laughs> no bond. <laughs>
1: not bond. What the?
0: heck? <laughs> but yeah, so. Okay, so I feel like we've gone through, like, what this looks like, how you get out of it. But then, of course, once you get, quote-unquote, out of it, there's still a process of, like, healing from it yeah. and finally digesting all of it. Because you almost aren't while you're in it. And then even when you're out of it, I don't think you're fully looking at everything from the larger picture. But then that happens when once you have space. Yeah. And that can be difficult. Because then it's also—it's having that space and having the confidence— in yourself to walk away, mm-hmm. but that is convincing yourself to stay away.
1: Yeah,
0: is the hardest part.
1: Oh, going no contact, and I know a lot of people, even when it's not even a trauma bond, just yeah. breaking up and going yeah. no contact with like your actual or of other is one of the hardest things you have to do because it's somebody that you're 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 bonded with, you're you had a relationship with that you love or or whatnot, and it's hard to just go from having this person in your life to not at all. Yeah. especially a trauma bond Yeah. because you're now not only codependent but like you have you're used to this cycle of up and down up and down that you don't know that
0: what what's going to be next yeah and like you i feel like when you're in that cycle you don't you almost like don't want stability no you crave the highs that's that's exactly what that is so like if nothing's happening and it's just this like level playing field you're like what the heck yeah. and you want to go back to that like chance where you get the highs even though mm-hmm. you're also sacrificing it for lows. Thousand ten percent. And I think that's one of
1: the one of the main things that happened when I was trying to heal from it. Um and I say try because it's always trying. Like you're never I mean I don't want to say you're never fully healed, but it takes time and yeah. I would say I'm not even fully healed yet, you know. Mm-hmm. But that was one of the things is I always wanted to talk to them. Like I always or just them but I want to talk to them. I wanted to reach out to them, see how they were doing, or just some part of me wanted to, to just get that high, you know? Like, they love me. They miss me, you know?
0: Yeah, get reassurance. But
1: then, like I said, I would always not think about the lows of, you know, what if they, they said, screw you? What if they didn't actually want to talk to me? Or what if, you know, what if I'm blocked? Or something like that. Yeah. Um. But I would say that there was a lot of tears. A lot of tears. That is one thing. I think that it was a lot of... A lot of tears, a lot of writing, a lot of second guessing myself. It it was just a really painful time, I think. And I I say not to get deep, or I was gonna say that, but like we've been deep this whole episode. But it was just a really painful (laughs) time of coming to terms of what actually happened and like how what was the true perspective of it versus being so clouded and um, you know having the rose colored glasses on and it's. It's daunting because a lot of this, a lot of the, the scenarios that you'll replay in your head, and trust me, you will replay because you're trying to get that high. Like, you want to be like, oh, the memories, the Snapchat memories. What are they doing on Instagram? Like, you, it didn't, it, it's funny because, like, I would go back. to like pictures, and this is with any relationship I had. I would go back to pictures and be like, oh, we're like, oh, like, that was such a cute picture. We had so much fun. But then I think about it, I'm like, we argued that day. Like we fought that day. Like it it was a cute picture, but like we weren't happy. Yeah. But your brain will try to re like honestly, like I said, find the high and like they'll look at old pictures. And I know like when my sister went through her, her breakup too, she did the same thing. She was like, oh, look how happy we were. And I was like, You weren't
0: happy. Yeah. I'm it's like, like you only remember the good things. Yeah. Cause your brain Your does brain that. shuts off the bad things. Yeah. So
1: I that's why I said like almost like space is, is needed because one, you're you're it's just like any type of addiction. Your brain needs to go through that withdrawal. Yeah. And so that's just like what, honestly, this is what the healing looks like. It was a lot of ups of like, oh my gosh, I'm doing great. Like I can be single. I'm having fun with my friends. To being so low and being like, I miss him. Like I want to reach out to him. Like I love him. Like we were great. Like I messed up. Like mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, yeah. and I think eventually it's like after you go up and down, up and down, you kind of come to that plateau of, you know what? I do love him. And maybe I always will love him or I have that love for him. But we were toxic or, you know, we weren't great together. Maybe we'll be great in a year, two years, three years. I don't know. We, no one knows the future. But I'm a firm believer of if it's, if it's meant to be, it will be. Nothing yeah, you, nothing that, never, nothing that is ever for you will ever leave. Or when I say leave, be truly gone. Yeah. So that's just like, I don't know. That's kind of what it looked like. That's my perspective on Like that's how I felt about it.
0: Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. And I think that's, that's rocky though, because I do think that what's meant for you will find its way to you. And I do think that people can break up and get back together and it work and, you know, they stay together. But I do think that when you're going through something and when you're going through a breakup or when you're going through that no contact or, you know, in this instance, you're going through that healing phase from Mm -hmm. everything, you can't cope with that in your mind do you know what i mean like you can't heal by telling yourself that we'll get back together together and everything will be okay because that's not truly healing that's like putting a band-aid over it that's just
1: procrastinating that's sweeping it under the rug exactly
0: it's (laughs) it's lying to yourself because like you can't predict the future you don't know and i think it's okay to be like you know what if we get back together we get get back together but if we don't i'm also okay with that Mm -hmm. that's what healing looks like and i will be okay yeah and I, I know that, and I say this because I know that we went through, we we went through. <laughs> I mean, you we basically did. <laughs> we went through phases where, like, you would tell me I'm feeling better, mm-hmm. but it would it would be this, you know, like I just I just feel like we're gonna be good, and in, in a year we'll like date again or something. And I'd have to be like Emily, like I'm glad that you're in a better place, but like let's work on just being good with just Emily, yeah. you know, and not this. M- image of getting back together in a year and you guys growing as people and you know getting back together if that happens great and I also think I think it's also rocky because I think that there's certain things that you don't come back from
1: mm-hmm.
0: in some in some instances like if, if you're I'm, like I'm sorry if you're being like hit yeah like that's not okay <laughs> no it's not okay no this is okay and I think there are certain things that just you you don't come back from. You shouldn't. Um but I mean, I don't know. It, I don't I don't even want to sit here and say like some things are better than others or some things are forgivable and some things aren't. I think that's for you to decide and, and for you to know what's best for you.
1: I mean that's setting your own boundaries.
0: And setting your own boundaries. But I mean, if you're being abused, like you um no one deserves that. There's no, no. there's no and no
1: one who truly loves
0: you and cares to be used. No. Would do that. And there's no there's no excuse for that. And so I just want to put that out there. I think in general, getting back together with somebody, you can. And you can make it work. And, you know, it can be great with that space and growing as people and maturing as people. Because that happens. I mean, what? Like, you're 23. Like, you're going to be so different, you know, years from now.
1: Oh, for sure. Same with
0: me. Like, I'm going to be different years from now. Like, For sure. We're going to grow so much as people. And so, you know, we might be immature right now. Or we might handle things in the wrong way but then with more experience and wisdom later on we'll be able to handle it better mm-hmm. but there are certain things I think where you need to just draw the line
1: yeah well I mean that kind of goes into like I think one of our last questions was like can you actually have a successful relationship with and I say like with that person with that significant other that uh, that I wouldn't say abuse is a very harsh word but that abuser whether it's physical or emotional can you have a successful relationship with this person? And kind of, and my answer, at least for that, is very similar to what you're saying. Is I think there are some things that you can't come back from, and I think it also depends on what boundaries you set after you've had that space and like you've relearned, kind of like who you are, like truly, and what your boundaries are truly, and I think it's very hard for for people who have trauma bonds, just because <laughs> a lot of times. You love this person so much that you could, you may still have love for them even after they've done something so horrific to you. Yeah. That it's just, like you said, I think the best way to view it is learn how to, to love yourself and be there for yourself and be independent before you think about having a relationship with them. And even if you, you think, for example, I don't know, five years down the road, you somehow reconnect after you've split up and and it's going great. Who's to say you both have learned, you both have grown, you've both changed some of those toxic ways. So I think it is possible to have a successful relationship. It's so difficult because this doesn't apply to like every, everybody, because somebody's level of, of trauma could be very different from somebody else's, but that's not to negate or invalidate anyone's trauma but it's you sitting down with yourself and being like this is something i don't want to revisit i don't want to i don't want to be subjected to so i feel like that question of is it possible is is uh, it's based off the person and what really are your boundaries
0: and i don't know because i i feel almost wrong in saying that you can because this is such a heavy episode and what we're talking about is essentially domestic violence Mm -hmm. and being physically and mentally abused and manipulated. And I think there's no excuse for that. And I don't, I I mean, truthfully, I don't think there's coming back from that. And I I feel wrong sitting here and telling viewers that there is. But it is hard because it's...
1: But it happens and people do go back. I know. And people can have successful relationships. That's why it's so... And this is for me. That's why I, I think that it is possible... And we are just not to say, but I think it's more, like, it's like a 1%, 2% thing. Like, it's like an exception to the rule.
0: Yeah, and it, it, it that's what I'm saying. It's hard. I don't want to sit here and say, like, you can come back from this. Like, it just, <laughs> <laughs> it feels wrong and it feels like, I, we shouldn't be making a joke about it. It just, it feels, it feels wrong. Because I know that this spectrum of what this can look like mm-hmm. can be so severe that it feels so wrong to even, like, make some sort of exception to the rule. But I do understand that, you know, let's say you're in a relationship where you ask for flowers, okay? And they're mm-hmm. like, no, why would I get you flowers? That's ridiculous. And they manipulate you into thinking that that's ridiculous.
1: Or I would say, just to give an example, like, manipulating be like, well, just because you asked for flowers, I'm not going to give you flowers. Or yeah. To make it more that, because, like, yeah. there some people just may not yeah. want to get flowers or some just put that yeah. out there. But.
0: but, like, manipulating you into thinking that you're asking for too much or whatever, you know can you come back from that? Yeah. Like, yeah. you can. You know, like, I wouldn't say that's unforgivable. I would say that if that's a pattern and that's what's happening in your relationship, like, you asking, and not just for flowers, but, like, just basic things that you want out of your partner. Like, yeah. things that are important to you in relationships and they're not meeting you in the middle or you're yeah. not got, you're not seeing eye to eye, that's when you walk away, of course, and you're not good together at that point in time. But, like, in theory, can you come back from that? Yeah. Like, that's that's not unforgivable in my personal opinion. But I don't want to sit here and, like, make this a whole, like, yes,
1: you can. Like a motivational, like, you can yeah. come back from it. Just take some Because that's
0: not what this is. Like, I, I mean, this literally can range from so to so extreme. Oh, for sure. And I don't want anyone to sit here and start justifying things that are just messed up. Yeah. So, like, that's kind of what we're saying, like, you know, you can be manipulated into thinking mm-hmm. that getting flowers is ridiculous. Is that right? No. Is that forgivable? A year from now, sure. Talk, yeah.
1: If you talk about sure. it, and then they change, and like, you know what? I realize I was wrong in doing that. Like, I'm, I'm
0: gonna start giving you flowers. Like, and they're consistent. Then yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like, that's but then, something... but sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. But then, with that, that's also maybe not what we're talking about here. Very true. You know what I mean? Like, that's we're talking maybe about drama. Yeah, like that's maybe, maybe that's not even in the ballpark of where a trauma bond happens and, and where it is truly, you know, physical and emotional abuse. So it's it's identifying those things like, you know, manipulation is a part of this, of course, but like maybe you're not at that scale yet. Yeah. So you can come back from it. I guess I just want to make that distinction because, I mean, it, it really does feel wrong to sit here and be like, you can because... No,
1: I agree with you. I think... That's why I think trauma bonding is such a fine line of can you come back from it with a relationship or can you not? Yeah. And that's why it's so specific on someone's situation that we're not here to tell everybody that's in a relationship that has a trauma bond, you can be successful. You can come back from this. And when I say successful, I'm mean in the relationship. So that's why it's like I say, take our advice with a grain of salt because this really is where you need to sit down and think to yourself, what is what is happening here?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and whether it's sitting down with a friend or a therapist or somebody that can see it from not being in the weeds or having the rose colored glasses on and be like you know what like like what you did I mean like that's that's fucked up like what (laughs) and because it almost takes somebody that is not in it to to bring that realization out so that's why I just that's why I said it's so specific on people's situation I just genuinely think that it's that I just want to encourage people to advocate for themselves and take their mental health and their well-being as top priority, not to say that you need to ignore everybody else, but I'm just saying is like you need to focus on yourself and figure out what's going on. Yeah. So, I mean, I know that's kind of like a roundabout like summary of everything, but like genuinely it's being able to to sit and be introspective. And that's why I say it takes space because it's hard when someone's in your ear um, in the relationship to do that. But I just genuinely think there's a, in specific, I would say in regards to trauma bonding, most of the time, no. But I also say, not to say it's impossible. It's more of, like, if that happens and you're successful and it's, like, years from now or blah, 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 and you've done your growth and whatever, sure, maybe it could be a possibility. But, like, so that's the exception to the rule. Not that that's pretty common. Yeah. Just to be the the bearer of bad news here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely stress, like, most likely no. But I think it's identifying, you know, because, I mean, I hate to say it. Like, I don't think anyone should be mistreated, but, like, you know, you can date when you're 20 years old and be mistreated and be manipulated, and then you come back, get together at 28. They're a totally new person. And I just think it depends on what happened when you were 20. If, you know, you're going to be successful in that relationship or you're it, it's worth giving it another go. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, everyone's... I guess, idea of this is going to be different. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're not here to tell you, like, this is okay and this isn't. Like, that's for you to decide. But I just, I do think that you have to keep in mind that there's some instances in this case where I don't think that you should go back with that person yeah. <laughs> more times than not. It's, you know, really anything that we've listed here is <laughs> today. So, yeah, I know that's kind of like a sour note to end on.
1: I know, I was going to be like, long story, bad note, short. Like, Yeah, it's a
0: little sour of a note to end on. Um, but I do just want to say that if you or someone you know is a victim of domestic violence, we will leave the um, hotline below. So you can text that, you can call that if you do need help. We are not experts in this situation by any means. And if you or someone you know does actually need help, please seek it. Um, so we will have that down below for you guys to check out. No, I'm just kidding. no joke needed for this um for you guys to go look at so
1: Kaylee and I like to (sighs) cope with like heavy topics with humor
0: yeah and I I do want to put out there as well that like neither of us have been physically abused so like we can't even fathom what that's like yeah and so that's not what we're speaking about today I mean that does does, at least
1: from in my experience yeah
0: like that I mean that does fall under what we're talking about and yeah you can develop a trauma bond from that um but, you know, Emily's experience is an emotional abuse. Yeah, for sure. And I'm here for moral support.
1: <laughs> moral support. You know what? That's that's the best, like, scenario. It's, like, having someone to, to be able to talk through things and have someone to support and then be like, you know what, Emily, like, maybe you were wrong here, but they were also wrong too. So, like, it's it's nice to have that. And I know not everyone does. So, um, you know, I can't thank you enough for that. And how many times you were <laughs> been on the phone with me or just talking to me or blah, blah, blah. Um, that's something like I'm always grateful for. But like Haley said, unfortunately, on the the range of trauma bonding, physical abuse is, is part of it. And to those out there that are experiencing this, please, please know that you don't ever deserve that. You never, ever should. So it's just, it makes me sad. But on hopefully a better note, we hope you guys can take some points of advice away from this and from at least some of my experiences in terms of the emotional side of things, but um, we will have a lot more videos coming out. So that's exciting. And a little bit lighter videos as well.
0: There's no good way to end this. I know.
1: But (laughs) we hope you guys have a great rest of your Thursday. We love you, and we will talk to you very shortly. Bye, guys. Bye.